Hey, welcome back to another episode on That Sports Podcast. In this episode, we will be talking about Cam Newton, Bubba Wallace, Black National Anthem, Joey Chestnut, and the Redskins. All this and more on this podcast. The first thing I'm going to be talking about is Cam Newton on the Patriots. Yeah, you heard me right. Bill Belichick will have a mobile quarterback this year in the NFL. Cam Newton made more than $100 million with Carolina in his 10-year contr- con- career with them. He started in 2011 all the way up until 2018 and started two games in 2019. On the Patriots this year, he is guaranteed $550,000 with the Patriots. He is 31 years old. And the Patriots franchise tag, tagged uh, Cam Newton. And if you don't know what that means, it's basically uh, the tag like basically binds the player to a team for more than or for only one year if certain conditions are met. So basically, Cam Newton is like guaranteed to be on the Patriots throughout this whole year. Um, he. Was MV- Cam Newton was the NFL MVP in t- 2015 when he led the Carolina Panthers to a 15-1 record uh, and had his first appearance, uh, first appearance in a Super Bowl in, 2000, in Super Bowl 50. His completing percentage was decent. He had 59.8% that year. He did pretty good. He had 35 touchdowns, 10 interceptions and his career passer rating was a 99.4 that year. Um, I thought I saw an interesting tweet from Richard Sherman the other day, and Cam Newton is only guaranteed $550,000, and this is what Richard Sherman had to say about it. His tweet is, How many former league MVPs have had to sign for the men, like the minimum? Just ridiculous. A transcendent talent and less talented QBs are getting 15 to 16 million a year. Disgusting. Uh, end of tweet. Um, I thought that that was cool how Richard Sherman was talking about how other QBs that aren't that talented or aren't as talented as Cam Newton with Cam Newton's leg and arm, legs and arms. Uh, the other QBs are getting somewhere around 15 to 16 million per year. Cam Newton is only guaranteed $550,000 this year on the Patriots, which I, I sort of think that's a little disrespectful because I think Cam Newton's better than that, better than $550,000. Um, but, you know, there's certain, each team gets a certain amount of cap space. I guess that was sort of a steal for the Patriots. Um... I think the Patriots are going to be, they're going to have a good year. They're not going to have, I don't think they're going to make it far in the playoffs, which I might talk about that in uh, an episode maybe next week or the week after. But they will have, they definitely will have some talent on their team, on their offense at least, Uh, starting with the running back, Sony Mitchell. He had a decent year along with the backup running back uh, behind Sony, uh, James White. 
he was good. I had him on my fantasy team. He did all right for me. <laughs> um, for wide since Cam Newton is like he's really mobile. He can get out of the pocket more. He's not afraid to like just take off and get like a thirty yard gain. Not a lot of QBs can do that, which that's what separates him from a lot like the rest of the pack. Uh, he will have Julian Edelman, which you already know Julian Edelman's a beast. Every every uh, playoff run in Super Bowls that Tom Brady has won, you you have to thank Julian Edelman for most of them. I'm not even kidding. He's he's really clutched up for Tom Brady in the past. Um, they also have Mohamed Sanu. He came from Atlanta, I think, last year. Last year, uh, Sanu's first season with the Patriots was last year, and Sanu has a two-year contract with the Patriots, so this will be his last year. I think it's two years. Don't quote me on that. But I think Cam Newton, theoretically, he should have a good season. I believe he'll have a great season. Uh, with his legs still being in good shape and his arms still decent, I think he'll have a great year with the Patriots. The next thing we'll be talking about is the noose at Balu Wallace's garage. Uh, sorry that I'm talking about this so late. I just wanted to get all the details and stuff, and they released them about a week ago. And I just want to start saying... The garage, it's not talking about at his house, if that's what you guys are thinking, or that's what you guys heard. It, it's not, not it, the noose was not found at his house, if it even was a noose. But I'll, get, I'll go into that more in a sec. Uh, his full name is Daryl Bubba Wallace Jr. He's an American professional NASCAR driver. He drives the number 43 Chevrolet Camaro LZL1LE for Richard Petty Motorsports. I don't know much about NASCAR. You guys might know if that's a fast car or not, or like if that's a good car or something, but I'm not big into NASCAR. Um... But they they released a photo of what the noose looked like in his garage. And this is what some reporters said. As you can see from the photo, the noose was real, as was our concern for Bubba. And this is, or no, this is Steve Phillips, uh, the president of the NASCAR. President of NASCAR. This is what he said. And he... At the end of that uh, statement, he said, as was our concern for Bubba, which Bubba is just his nickname, so that was cool how he said that. Uh, and this is, I'm getting all, I'm getting most of this information from uh, New York Times, this one article written. Uh, this is what, in another part of the article, this is what it says. The United States Attorney for the Northern District of Alabama and Joni Sharp Jr., the head of the FBI's office in Birmingham, Alabama, said that the video footage showed the noose had been in the garage as early as October 19th. That That's big. Uh, before anyone knew it would be assigned to Wallace. Before anyone knew the garage was going to be signed to, Wall to Bubba uh, for the... Geico 500 on Monday. So, basically, no one knew that this... No one knew that Bobo was going to have this garage 
at the Geico 500. He was assigned it. Uh, one of the, one of his uh, teammates or not teammates, but one of the one mechanics that work on his car between uh, like the pit stops and stuff first noticed it and said something. Uh, this is what Bubba Wallace and or my bad, uh, Bubba. The noose was not actually a noose because people thought that it was just a rope to pull something down to like get to something that like fall from the ceiling and apparently that is what it was and that's what the article goes on to say I don't want to read the whole thing but this is what Wallace's uh, uh this is what Wallace said after he found out that it was not actually a noose Wallace said that he was relieved that the investigation revealed that this was not what he feared it was. Then he goes on to say, I think we'll gladly take a little embarrassment over what the tournament alternatives could have been. Um, and they didn't stop the, uh, the investigation there. Uh, Bobby Wallace was happy that it was not like a hate crime because he all the like the month before all this happened George Floyd uh you you all know what happened about like the police and George Floyd but that happened a month before and Bubba Wallace drove in a race sometime I don't know exactly when but sometime between when what happened with George Floyd and when the when he gets assigned this garage with a noose in it uh sometime between all that he shoot what was I gonna say sorry sorry I was looking at my notes he okay he drove a car one of the race cars he drove he had a Black Lives Matter sticker on it and he was hoping that this was not like some like racial or uh, hate crime against him or his team and he was glad that he or this noose was not a part of like any of that and so like I said the invest investigation did not stop there this is what else the Time Net magazine has to say as part of NASCAR's investigation 1,684 garage areas across 29 racetracks were inspected he said only 11 pull down ropes tied into a knot were found and only one of those the one found in Wallace's garage was tied in like a noose. So the rope found in Bubba's garage, it was tied like a noose. But it, it was not a noose. All all the ropes did the exact same thing, but they they never gave the purpose of what the ropes did. But it, that it was the only one tied in the noose. But like I said, all this happened, the noose was tied and stuff before Bubba was even assigned to that garage. So maybe it was supposed to be a hate crime towards someone else driving, but that's not how it seemed to be. Next we will be talking about uh, the Black National Anthem at the first week of the NFL. The NFL plans to have the song lift every voice and sing, and that's known as the Black National Anthem. Like, that's the actual, like, name for the Black National Anthem. Uh, they will 
they'll be performed live or played before every game in week one of the NFL season. Uh, they are also playing the American National Anthem. I don't know if it's before or after, but I'm assuming it's after uh, the Black National Anthem. Now, this is only happening during the first week of the NFL, only before the first week of, or like, only during, only before all the games during the first week. And I, there's a whole bunch of, like, protesting going on, and there's the whole Black Lives Matter uh, movement going on, but I don't, don't, hate me for saying this, but I don't like the whole idea of playing the Black National Anthem before the first week of the NFL. Uh, you already know that there's probably going to be a whole bunch of players kneeling and stuff and doing, I don't know, sitting down on the bench during this or just staying there uh, with their hands over their chest or behind their back. Um, but we... Americans live in America, and I know I'm probably going to get a lot of hate on this, and I don't want to talk like politics or anything, but we all live in America, and we should all just respect our the national anthem, because we are Americans. This is our national anthem, and if, if you don't want that to be your national anthem, then... I don't know why you're living in the U.S. I'm sorry if you guys don't agree with what I'm saying, but yeah. Next, we'll be talking about Joey Chestnut eats 75 hot dogs. Joey Chestnut is an American a competitive eater. He is currently ranked first in the world by Major League Eating, which I didn't even know that was a thing. I'm not... I don't keep up with a lot of like the eating contest, but all the major ones like Nathan's uh, hot dog eating contest that happens on July 4th. I know that was 14 days ago. I, I'm sorry, I'm a little late. Um, but he ate 75 hot dogs in 10 minutes. And I was reading on this article from US Today, and they said that scientifically, he was only 10 off, 10 hot dogs off of, like, eating the max capacity that the stomach, the human stomach can handle. So they're saying that they've analyzed thir for 39 years of the data from Nathan's famous hot dog eating contest, and they said that 85 hot dogs, that's 10 off from what Joey had, because he has... 75 in 10 minutes they say 85 is the max capacity that could fit in the human stomach which that that's crazy to think about like i don't know i could probably eat like 15 hot dogs in 10 minutes but i i don't know if i can get that yeah but if you guys are wondering how he still survives from eating 75 hot dogs they have like certain amount of time that they can interview him and stuff, but then they have to go all, it's sort of disgusting, but they have to go puke it out, so he's fine, like, competitive eaters, like, what they do is a little disgusting to think about, but they're, they're fine, though, because they, they basically puke it all out after, um, Nathan's hot dogging contest happens every July 4th, uh, if you guys haven't watched it before, you guys should, it's pretty interesting, 
and Nathan or uh, Joey Chestnut has won it for the past. I don't know. I think th- within the past ten years, he's won. I think all ten or no, he's won nine of them because one year uh, another guy won. I forget who. Sorry that I can't give you the name, but Joey Chestnut Chestnut has basically been dominating the past uh, couple of uh, hot dogging contests on July 4th. Next we'll be talking about how the Redskins are pressured to change their name. So starting off I wanted to talk about uh, there's you guys everyone's probably heard of Madden 21 or Madden 20 or like Madden 08 or something. EA Sports uh, Electronic Arts uh, they said they want Washington Washington to change their nickname. Uh, this is what ESPN has to say on it. And this is all by Jacob Wolf, an ESPN staff writer. Game developer elect- Electronic Arts will alter the upcoming release of Madden NFL 21 to remove logos and the team name of the Washington Redskins after this team after the team this week announced forthcoming changes an EA representative confirmed to ESPN uh, the last minute change to the popular football similar game simulator game was first reported by Kodaku Madden NFL 21 is set to release on August 25th it's still set to release then uh, but EA does not want to have the name Redskins in their uh, game, Mad 21. Uh, this I got I got another article. It's called Sporting News. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of that, but they talk a lot about like the NFL, NBA, MLB, uh, NCAA football, and then like some fantasy stuff and like I don't know boxing, a couple other things. Um, but Washington have. They haven't like gave us anything like what their name should be, but there's a couple tweets I'll talk about towards the end about uh, what names people think that the Redskins should change their t- them t- themselves to. They still will be Washington, and most likely they still will be red. But uh, just listen to this. This is what this Sporting News article has to say. The Washington NFL franchise announced Monday morning that the team is retiring the term Redskins. Uh, They released, uh, the NFL released, or the Washington Redskins released this form about how they have an immediate release of their name. Um, They have like this documentary that talks about how they're going to change their name and stuff and how they were pressured or it doesn't say this in the doc but they were they were pressured to change their name before they wanted to um and this comes out this documentary comes out about a week after FedEx formally asked the team owner Dan Snyder to change the name Dan Snyder is the owner of the Washington Redskins uh, and FedEx is a primary sponsor of the team and holds the naming rights to the FedEx field, and that's where the Washington, where Washington plays. Uh, that same day, 
all this happens on the same day, okay? This is, Washington has a lot on their plate. Nike is removed from, or the same day, Nike removed all apparel from its website. That included the word Redskins. Apparel from every other NFL team remained. So basically, Nike removed all of the Redskins gear, gear apparel, their uh, NFL jerseys uh, that fans can buy. And this is what... Or Dan Schneider and Coach Coach Rivera are working closely to develop a new name and design approach that will enhance the standing of our proud traditions, rich franchise, and inspire our sponsors, fans, and community for the next 100 years. That's what the team said in the statement. Now, so now Washington is moving on from its old name, and this is what a couple people tweeted about what their some potential new names for the franchise could look like. Uh, starting with Dwayne Haskins Jr. And he said, I like the Red Tails. Oh, the Red Tails were first mentioned by Oli Cannoli. Uh, and he's like a designer. He designed how the Washington Red Tails would look and how the jersey are. They're pretty cool. If you look up uh, Ole Cannoli's uh, Washington Red Tails designs for their jerseys. But Dwayne Haskins Jr. said, I like the Red Tails. And then Matt Miller, he is an NFL draft scout uh, for the NFL. Um, this is what he said. Have we considered the Washington Buckeyes? Um, that, I, I sort of like the sound of Washington Buckeyes, but my favorite one is about to come up on this tweet. This tweet is from Luke Russert. Uh, this is what he said. Change the name to the Washington Warriors. Revert back to the spear helmet. This isn't hard. I really like the idea of the Washington Warriors. It just has a nice ring to it, and... If you guys didn't know, uh, they their helmets used to have a arrow around their helmet, like a uh, like a bow and arrow, that that type of arrow. It goes all the way around their helmet, and then at like the spear part, it has like a feather sticking out. I personally would like that because if they go back to those old uniforms, like obviously like make the colors brighter, make it more like pop out more. I would personally like that. Uh, and I think that Washington Warriors has a good ring to it. Okay, so off the topic of the Redskins, pressure to change their names. This this isn't only affecting the NFL and like the Redskins. There's uh, a MLB team, Major League Baseball team, called the Cleveland Indians. They are they're not like they're not made to. They don't have to change their name, but I'm assuming in the future. Uh, that they're gonna be pressured to change the name too because Redskins, Indians, there's like the sort of talking about like the same thing and I don't know anything that you can all the names of teams that you can turn into some like I don't know like racist or some comment that can like that will be backlashed or something all those names are probably gonna get changed sometime in our future so I um. I wouldn't be surprised if more teams 
that have controversial like names to them might have to change their names in the near future. I'm not sure. I, I can't think of any other teams off the top of my head. Um, there might be some hockey team. Oh. Blackhawks, I think that's a hockey team. They might be pressured to change the name, but who knows. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. If you wanted to connect with me over uh, social media, uh, I have a Twitter call. It's at is that podcast one, like number one. Uh, if you wanted to give me some suggestions on how I can improve my podcast or if I should or like what I should talk about then yeah feel free to DM me or comment on my Twitter and you guys can get notifications whenever I upload my first or my new podcast for this week so yeah go give that uh, Twitter a follow and thank you for listening